This message comes from NPR sponsor Dana-Farber Cancer Institute, where hundreds of researchers make new discoveries inspired by the work of previous Dana-Farber scientists. Learn more about their momentum at DanaFarber.org slash everywhere. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Nora Rahm. In New Hampshire, Nikki Haley and Donald Trump are campaigning today, two days before that state's primary. Steve Futterman reports from Manchester. Some are still undecided. Edward Young is not one of them. He is from Manchester and was standing in line to attend a Trump rally. Trump is, was, and will be the the nominee for 2024. Whether you love him or hate him, it's undeniable. Carol Trushan is exactly the type of voter the Nikki Haley campaign would like to get. She is independent, leans Democrat, and did consider Haley. I do like Haley, but she hasn't stood up and said what Donald Trump is which is an insurrectionist. Here in New Hampshire, undeclared voters outnumber both Democrats and Republicans. On Tuesday, they can choose to vote in either party's primary. For NPR News, I'm Steve Futterman in Manchester, New Hampshire. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who came in second in the Iowa caucuses, has canceled appearances today on CNN and NBC. Frigid temperatures continue throughout much of the U.S., at least through today. Frank Pereira is a meteorologist with the National Weather Service. He says Arctic air affects the eastern two-thirds of the country. We're starting the day quite chilly across a good portion of the central and eastern U.S. We're still looking at wind chill uh, advisories that extend from portions of the upper Midwest all the way into the southeastern U.S., extending as far south as portions of Florida. In addition to that, we do have hard freeze warnings that are in effect from eastern Texas all the way over to southern Georgia and northern Florida this morning. Cold ice and snow storms the past few weeks are being blamed for dozens of deaths across the country. Pereira says it's expected to warm up this week with temperatures in the 60s, even the 70s, up and down the mid-Atlantic and the southeastern seaboard. Hundreds of thousands of people are protesting in cities across Germany this weekend against right-wing extremism. The demonstration started after details were revealed of a plan concocted by a far-right political party to deport millions of migrants from Germany. NPR's Rob Schmitz reports. The protest began when a report was published over a week ago in a German news outlet detailing how members of the right-wing Alternative for Deutschland Party, or AFD, met with German extremists in November to hatch a plan to deport immigrants and minorities, including those who are naturalized German citizens. News of that meeting has shocked many in Germany at a time when the AFD is riding high in national polls. Although Germany has seen other demonstrations against the far right in the past, the turnout across the country for these protests is notable. Chancellor Olaf Scholz joined one of the demonstrations last weekend, and in a video released on Friday, he called the plan an attack on Germany's democracy. Rob Schmitz, NPR News, Berlin. This is NPR News in Washington. Secretary of State Antony Blinken leaves today on a four-nation trip to Africa, The State Department says talks will focus on regional security, conflict prevention, trade, and the promotion of democracy. The EPA has proposed a multi-million dollar settlement with a Navajo Nation utility company over wastewater permit violations. As Chris Clements with member station KSJD reports, 
The utility will improve treatment facilities in three northern Arizona communities. The Department of Justice filed a complaint saying the facilities discharged wastewater into washes across the tribal nation that hadn't been treated to proper levels. It also says the Navajo Tribal Utility Authority failed to maintain its sewage systems, violating permits meant to protect human health and the environment. The $100 million settlement will mean upgrades to facilities in Chinle, Kayenta, and Tuba City that serve mostly Navajo citizens. Beth Abishan is a supervisory natural resource specialist for the EPA. When we look at Navajo, water resources are a limited quantity out there. It's important to protect all of them. The proposed settlement will have a 45-day public comment period before court approval. For NPR News, I'm Chris Clements. Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi will lead a ceremony tomorrow to consecrate a new Hindu temple. It was built on the site of a 16th-century mosque that had been destroyed by Hindu mobs in 1992. That sparked nationwide riots that killed more than 2,000 people, mostly minority Muslims. Modi had risen to power and a Hindu Nationalist Party promised to build the temple. I'm Nora Rahm, NPR News in Washington.